From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham, VK4 Baker Baker. Well, we've got a lot of news to get through this week, the week commencing February 15, 2015, so I'm afraid you're just going to have to listen quicker. A public service announcement brought to VK by the good people at the St George Amateur Radio Society has had many a ham this week rushing to their filing cabinets. Owen, oh, before we tell you why, St George's next club meeting is Wednesday the 4th of March, 7.30pm at their club rooms, Donnelly Park, Kyle Parade, Connells Point, and of course that's just down the road from South Hurstville. But what was their good word? Well, it would seem many licences, including clubs and repeater licences, need to be renewed. With more WIA Director Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. It seems that licence renewals that fell due in December 2014 and perhaps early January 2015 may be affected. The WIA has learned from the ACMA that there was a hiccup in the system for a short period over the end of last year and licence renewals were not issued but that the problem has been corrected and it's back to business as usual now. However, if, like many amateurs, you rely on getting your renewal notice in the mail and you're concerned you may have missed renewing your licence, take a look at your licence certificate on the wall of your shack. Or is it in a drawer somewhere? Towards the top right-hand corner, you will see the date of expiry. This tells you when you need to renew. If the expiry date has passed you have 60 calendar days in which to renew. Otherwise, your call sign becomes available for reissue. If you haven't reached the expiry date, you can renew early, but no more than three months ahead of time. Can't find your licence certificate? You can search the Register of Radio Communications Licences on the ACMA website. While I'm at it, let me lay to rest a myth about renewal notices. The legislation does not require the ACMA to issue renewal notices. They do so as a courtesy to clients. Aren't they nice people? Under the legislation, as a licensee, it is your responsibility to renew your licence within time. A bit rough, you think? Take it up with your local Federal Member of Parliament. Thanks, Roger. Now, perseverance pays off. Just ask Alex, VK4TE, and Andy, VK4KCS. A note to clubs by Ted Thrift this week is an article providing information about an activity that's planned to occur on the actual Anzac Day centenary of the original landing on Gallipoli. Working on this for over a year and attempting to get WIA backing in the way of help and guidance, not monetary, has been Alex and Andy, and now it seems all they need is you to come up on air from your local RSL club. Their proposal suggests that all amateur radio clubs take the opportunity to establish and operate a portable HF and VHF station, ideally on the premises of their local RSL branch, on the 25th of April. This is an open invitation to VK and ZL amateur radio clubs interested in being involved in establishing a portable operation in conjunction with their local RSL. VK4TE and VK4KCS appreciates that this planned activity is now fairly close, but hopefully your club has an active events committee that can quickly realise the opportunity of being seen to be actively promoting the Anzac Centenary commemorations within your local community. The email from Alex and Andy does not show their email address, so I suggest you contact them through TED, Ted Thrift, 
vk2ara at wia.org.au. Now, somebody that won't be at their local RSL club this Anzac Day is June, Victor Kilo for Sugar Juliet. You see, with more, we're going to cross to Gordon, VK4VP from the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Society. One of SCARC's club members, June, VK4SJ, will be attending the dawn service at Gallipoli and Lone Pine this year. As the daughter of a First World War veteran, she was able to apply in a ballot for a spot, but got automatic selection being a first-generation daughter. June will be accompanied by her son Anthony, VK8 NCS Portable 2, his wife Bronwyn and their two sons. They will also do a bit of travelling prior to the service around the UK and Greece. June's father, Alfred Matheson, a World War I veteran who fought at Gallipoli in 1915 and sadly passed away in September 1961, was in two different battalions, the 23rd First AIF and the surviving soldiers from various battalions were later formed into the 60th Battalion First AIF. Alfred tried to enlist at Richmond, Victoria, but he was only 16 so they turned him away. He later went to Seymour by train and enlisted there on the 23rd of February 1915 and sailed from Albany not long after on the MV Beltana. He suffered injuries to his right shoulder and left hip and thigh from bayonet and shrapnel wounds from a bomb blast. This bomb blast killed several of his friends. He was also gassed as he lay for several days in no man's land between the two opposing forces. He was in service for 1144 days, of which 948 were served overseas, and also spent some time in a Canadian-run hospital in the UK, which was possibly in Kent, recovering from his injuries. June would like to know if other amateurs are going to this service, so may be able to meet up or contact any TA amateurs. June's contact details are in the call book, or you can contact her via VK4 QSL Inwards Manager. Thanks, Gordo. Now, to commemorate Anzac 100, a series of articles is appearing in Amateur Radio magazine, and Lloyd Butler, VK5BR, writes about another serviceman, radio pioneer. Eric Jamison, OAM, JP, Victor Kilo 4, Lima Popper. Eric had a lifetime interest in radio and electronics. An RAAF radio technician, he served in Bougainville during World War II, initially repairing aircraft and ground station radios. By 45, he was the sergeant in charge of a large transmitting station in the dense jungle. With the introduction of transistor radios, Eric recognised that valve radios would be phased out, so he collected every valve radio he could find. Final count of his collection? A staggering 335. Eric was well known on the VHF bands. For many years wrote the amateur radio magazine column VHF UHF An Expanding World. That continues today. He received a number of awards from the Wireless Institute of Australia and in May 95 was presented the G.A. Taylor Medal, the highest honour for a radio amateur by the WIA. Uh, Graham, I'll just correct you there. I'm pretty sure I heard you say VK4LP. Of course, it's Victor Kilo 5 Lima Popper. Ah, thanks, Graham. OK, let's take a leaf from those Pico balloons and cross the ditch and wartime radar to iPad. New Zealand radio amateur Horace Longson, ZL3WE, is interviewed by the New Zealand Herald about his lifelong involvement with technology. When war broke out in 39, the Railway Clerical Cadet volunteered for the Air Force and became involved in the secret world of radar. After the war, he soon became interested in ham radio and is a life member of the New Zealand Amateur Radio Transmitters Association, the NZART. Well worth a read in the New Zealand Herald. 
VK1 WIA, all local news. We go around VK in 80 seconds. This week, as we whip around VK, we start off in VK8 and still on the Anzac theme. The Darwin Amateur Radio Club, marking the Albert Barella epic journey to enlist in World War I, has the WIA commemorative call sign VI8ANZAC. On air until March 22, it's covering the Albert Chambers Barella journey reenactment. Now, Albert wanted to enlist in World War I. Travelling by foot, horseback and train, the 33-year-old Lieutenant Creek for Darwin found it didn't have a sign-up point, so continued to Townsville by boat for enlistment. Albert Barella was posted to the 26th Battalion of the 1st Australian Imperial Force. At Gallipoli, he served two months, then was sent to the Western Front, France and Belgium. Albert Barella was wounded in battle, decorated with the military medal, mentioned by Winston Churchill in military dispatches, and finally received, for valour in combat, the Victoria Cross. He is the only VC winner from the Northern Territory. During World War II, Albert ran prisoner of war camps in Australia. As the nation retraces that remarkable journey to enlist, the Darwin Amateur Radio Club has VI-8 Anzac on air from February 14 until March 22. In VK2, Yurunga Radio Convention this Easter, Saturday 4, Sunday 5 of April. It's at the Senior Citizens Hall, Yurunga, and it's the longest-running fox hunt field day in Australia. Two days of fox hunting. Quizzes, raffles and pre-loved gear, displays, inquiries are welcome, free tea and coffee available for those registering. Ken, VK2DGT, says numbers are required for the optional meal on Saturday night at the bowling club. Please notify the committee. Now, Yurunga is a quiet village ideally suited to fox hunting. It's a very relaxing environment on the Kalang River and has old-style charm, ideal for families, and is close by to Coffs Harbour and Bellingen. Check Yurunga Radio Convention's webpage. VK6 and Martin VK6ZMS tells us that the annual Hag Swap Meet is on Sunday, April 12, set up from 9, doors open at 10. This year, there's a new larger venue, the Lesmurdy Hall. Now, the Lesmurdy Hall is at 96 Gladys Road, Lesmurdy. You can email the secretary for further details and also to reserve a table. ACMA investigation leads to destruction of radios and fines. A Sydney man has been fined $3,000 and ordered to forfeit valuable radio equipment that he'd been using to make overpowered transmissions. As the radios are non-standard devices that do not comply with Australian requirements, the radios will be destroyed. This conviction is a logical outcome and reinforces the point that continued non-compliance will not be tolerated, said Mark Looney, the ACMA's Executive Manager for Spectrum Operations and Services. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news, I'm Jason, VK2LAW, for Jair downlink in the 70 centimetre band. The Iranian satellite Forger, i.e. Dawn, was launched February 2 from the Semnan Launch Centre aboard a Safia rocket. No CubeSat this one. Weighing in at 50 kilos, the satellite Iran's fourth has a cold gas thruster, so it can change its orbit. It carries a camera for Earth observations. It should have a telemetry downlink on 437.538 MHz 
and a command uplink in the two-metre band. Ham radio conference in Andaman and Nicobar Islands. Experts and enthusiasts of amateur radio communications from at least five countries will participate in an international conference beginning March 6th in the Andaman and Nicobar Islands. Hamtech 2015, organised by the National Institute of Amateur Radio Hyderabad, with support from India's Department of Electronics and Information Technology, would be held from March 6th and 7th in Port Blair. So far, we have received confirmation from experts from Germany, US, Switzerland, Nepal and Bangladesh, said a spokesperson of the organisers. BBC News report on the discovery by Essex radio amateur Peter Onion, Gulf Zero Delta Zulu Bravo, that the Raspberry Pi 2 reboots when photographed when using a Xenon flash, it would appear that an SMPS chip on the board is not light resistant. The Government of Canada will provide over $25,000 Canadian dollars to the St Lucia Amateur Radio Club to improve amateur radio coverage and communication in the event of a disaster. The repeater system for the St Lucia Amateur Radio Club will provide enhanced two-way communications during normal and disaster communications, allowing for amateur radio coverage in all communities. Over the next four months, this project will include the install of two repeater systems, including solar backup power, training of 90 radio operators and increased coverage for all 18 districts. The St Lucia Amateur Radio Club secured support for this project through the Canada Caribbean Disaster Risk Management Fund, part of Canada's Caribbean Regional Program. 76 gigahertz under threat from car radar. The ARRL reports the amateur radio and amateur satellite allocations in the 76 gigahertz band are under threat from vehicular radar systems. The FCC is seeking comment on issues involving expanded use of various radar applications in the 76 to 81 gigahertz band, which amateur radio shares with other services. Half of Radio Shack's 4,000 stores across the USA will close under a reorganisation plan as the company filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Radio Shack began in Boston in 1921 as a single store catering to ham radio operators and ships radio officers who could visit the store or buy through mail order. For decades it profited from the spread of electronic equipment, introducing one of the first personal computers, the TRS-80, in the 1980s and becoming a major retailer of cellular phones. Along with this news of Radio Shack, Bloomberg report the last vestige of the Motorola empire is on the block after struggling with stagnant earnings. So, not all 5 by 9 in the radio business world. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions. www.wia.org.au From Australia, this is VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Operational news on Felix VK4FUQ, Dateline 2015. Jock Whitefield A, New Zealand, Saturday, February 28th and Sunday, March the 1st. 
John Moore Memorial Field Day, 21st and 22nd of March from UTC 0100 hour Saturday to 0059 hour Sunday. Tablelands Radio Group AM and CW and Anzac Day, 25 April. Harry Angel Sprint, 80 metres, May 2. Trans Tasman Contest, 18th July from 0800 hours UTC. Now again this week we're joined by Dennis VK4AE. Good morning, this is Dennis Johnston, VK4AE. WI coordinator for the John Moyle Memorial Field Day 2015. This year the contest will occur over the weekend of Saturday the 21st of March to Sunday 22nd of March. The duration of the contest will be from 0100 on the Saturday to 0059 on the Sunday. Electronic logs and paper logs will be accepted right up until midnight 21st of April 2015. So there are not many excuses today for not sending in your log as it can be kept electronically while the contest is underway by using one of the many logging programs such as VK Contest Log produced by our own Mike Sabrouge VK3AVV. Then all you have to do is simply submit the print file from this program to me via one of the email addresses shown on the contest page of the WI website. Of course, by submitting your log, you automatically enter the contest and you never know. You might even get a certificate. Now is the time to carry on with your planning for the field day as there are only a few weeks to go before the event. There is still time to make sure that everything is in order and operating and all of those little bits and pieces that are needed to put your station onto the airwaves are in the desired place. Nothing worse than to arrive at your chosen spot only to find that you have forgotten to pack the piece of cable that's installed between the set and some other piece of gear. Make sure that the location you have chosen is still accessible after the summer onslaught from flood and bushfire and that roads into the place have not been closed in the interest of public safety and that the trees that were so useful for, to string aerials and tent ropes in the past are still in good condition and safe to be around. So it might be a good idea to make a short visit to your selected site and ensure that all will be well on the day. Best of luck to all in the field day and I look forward to working a few of you on the day and most of all receiving your log entry after the event. Thank you. Thanks Dennis. Now I also mentioned the Trans-Tasman Contest 18th July from 0800 hours UTC. This contest has undergone a metamorphosis into a faster more interesting low bands challenge. With three modes catered for in SSB, CW and digital, writing and PSK, the contest is now divided into three two-hour segments for reworking and 160, 80, 40 is on the same evening. This is in the prime time for LF, the month of July. VK6 was long felt left out of the action and the inclusion of 40 minutes will help them be part of the contest. As well as the new open power category means that those having trouble making the trip over the ditch are now able to do it more easily. QRP medium and high power categories as well as single op and multi op round out the offering. Trent Sampson says both VKCL and N1MM are being tested for use in the contest and will be available well before the July start time. Complete rules are posted on the WIA and VKCC websites. Date is the 18th of July starting at 0800 hours UTC. Special event stations DX Beacon, Repeater and Net Advice. Ilha da Paz Lighthouse Day Expedition. This for the 7th Annual South American Lighthouses Weekend. The lighthouse is located on Paz Island, IOTA SA027, 
which belongs to the Santa Catarina State. Calls to look forward to are phone PR5P, CWPR5X and digital ZW5WIM. It is the intention to maintain two stations operating simultaneously in the bands 80 to 6 metres. The expedition will begin on Thursday the 19th and last until Monday the 23rd of February. Finally, wireless weather. Thanks to VK2WI News and in particular Noel VK2FUL, we have this month's solar flux index figures. February, minimum 115, average 132, maximum 154, peak 1st to the 5th. Next month, March, minimum 115, average 123, maximum 130, peaking from the 1st to the 7th. And for some reference, the first month of 2015, January, we saw a minimum of 120, average 141, maximum 165, where it peaked from the 27th to the 31st. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Inningham. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Adelaide's southern suburbs, it can be heard on IRLP node 6527, VK5 IRL on 146450 at 11am and 9pm Sundays. I'm Jenny, VK5 Alpha November Whiskey. Hello, I'm Brian, VK3GR with Worldwide Special Interest Group News, an intruder watch, the enforcement zone. An SA man pleads guilty to harassing and upsetting users of CB radio. A Kilburn man has admitted alarming, affronting and harassing people over CB radio frequencies in breach of federal communications law. He appeared in the district court Monday last, charged with multiple breaches of the Radio Communications Act 1992, the charges dating back to 2013. The court heard he committed his offences between April and June 2013 with telecommunications equipment including a TH9000 transceiver. He was remanded on continuing bail to face sentencing submissions in April. Outside court, it's alleged he filmed members of Adelaide's media with his camera phone and swore at them as he walked away. To Worldwide Special Interest Group's Digital. New open source data mode, FSQ. CON ZL2AFP has developed a new fast, simple chat data mode for use on HF and VHF. FSQ is designed for simple but effective chat operation, rather like phone text messaging or Skype chat, fast and easy to use. You don't use overs as you would with conventional digital or voice mode. It's highly suited to net operation. You just type a sentence and press enter. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. AMSAT BR forms in Brazil. A new AMSAT group, AMSAT BR, has been formed in Brazil in order to better organise the Brazilian amateur satellite activities, to better represent the amateur radio community to organisations developing CubeSat projects and to attract more amateurs in different regions of the country to join their cause. AMSAT BR was formed as a special interest group under Labre, the national organisation with a mission to represent the amateur radio community in Brazil. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Wyson will have a stand at the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club's Wyong Field Day on the 22nd of February. 
This is an opportunity to pay your membership or to join the organisation. If you are a member who's attending and are willing to help out for an hour or so, please let the New South Wales Committee know. Volcano eruption in Guatemala. Disaster relief services with some radio amateurs providing emergency communications have responded to the erupting Fuego volcano in the Republic of Guatemala in Central America. The Club of Amateur Radio of Guatemala, CRAG, has TG0AA activated on HF and VHF. CRAG, using frequency of 7.118 MHz, and as a VHF repeater on 147.015. According to a report to the Emergency Communications Coordinator, IARU Region 2, Cesar Pio Santos, HR2P, the TG0AA network, has reporting stations from neighbouring Costa Rica, Mexico, Honduras, Cuba and Venezuela. Local experts expect the emergency to ease to allow a clean-up of the area to begin. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, ROAR, Rotarians of Amateur Radio. Rotary International uses birthday to highlight its polio campaign. Rotarians of Amateur Radio members will call CQ Polio, sometimes with a special event call sign, to promote its signature initiative, the eradication of the disease polio. Rotary celebrates its founding 110 years ago. The first Rotary Club meeting was in Chicago, Illinois in February 1905. Raw will be at the Wyong Field Day Sunday next to launch the special event call sign VI-110 Rotary, hopefully with the new software-defined radio. Vice President for ANZO, the Australian New Zealand Oceania, Phil Byrne, VK2MCB, says that VI-110 Rotary will be on 7118, 142952 and 21295 from various locations around Australia until the end of May. Rotary International is a service organisation of 1.2 million people around the world. Rotary's biggest initiative is to eradicate polio from the world, which has largely been achieved with the help of governments, the World Health Organisation and prominent people such as Bill Gates. Over 400 Rotarians are hams and members of RAW, the local chapter of RAW will operate at the Wyong Field Day using the Victor India 110 Rotary Call. Listen out for Victor India 110 Rotary on 7118, 14, 295.2 and 21295 kHz from 22 February to 31 May. And visit RAW at the Wyong Field Day. 73s, this is Phil, Victor Kilo 2, Mike Charlie Bravo. And thank you very much, Phil, VK2MCB. And that's all from me, Brian, VK3GR. Tying the ribbon on WIA National News for another week. On the social scene, February 14 in VK3, Melbourne QRP by the Bay, Chelsea Beach at 3pm. And February 22 in VK2, Central Coast Amateur Radio Club's Wyong Field Day. And that date means it's only one week to go to the field day. There is a great list of exhibitors that you'll find when you read the text edition at wia.org.au and click this week's news broadcast. As we heard earlier, Rotarians of Amateur Radio or RAW will launch the special call sign VI-110 Rotary at the Wyong Field Day. Now, let's have a look at the seminars. 
The seminars start at 9am with a lecture on Bear Island 2014 and the biggest day expedition ever by an Australian and Australian club to the sub-Antarctic. ZL9HR. This will be given by VK2IR, President of Harara. 10 o'clock, a lecture on spark transmitters by Ray Robinson, VK2NO. 11 o'clock, the annual get-together of the VHF-UHF Week Signal Operators Group with Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. Midday, and all you need to know on oscillators from Brian, VK2GCE. 1 o'clock, Rod, VK2TTL, completes the program with a lecture on the important subject of EMR awareness. As always, a little for everyone in the program. And as announced, the CCARC will be running a full-day foundation class licence training on Saturday 21 of February, the day before the field day, and assessments will be taking place 10 o'clock on the field day. For all details about registering for either the course or an assessment or both, as well as all information about the field day, go to the field day website, fieldday.org.au. Now, continuing along with the social scene and having a look at what's taking place, March 21 in VK3, it's D-Star Users Group, 9am, the Woodend RSL Anslow Street. March 29 in VK3, EMDRC Hamfest. And in April, April 5 in VK2, Yurunga Radio Convention. And in April the 12th in VK6, Harg Swap Meet, 10am, Les Murdy Hall, 96 Gladys Road. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4 Baker Baker. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.